Welcome to the Narrow Way Podcast with Micah and Royce, where we discuss modern conservative ideas, self-improvement, applied philosophy, faith, technology, and much more. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing, sir? Wonderful, and you? Just as fine as frogs here. Mm, fine, fine. It's rather cold outside at the moment. Perfect time to be in here. Definitely. Indoors. So... Personal image. Mm. So much goes into that. What do you think? What do you view your personal image as? Are you a jock? Are you a nerd? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. Good question. What do I view myself as? Which is so, so weird because just because you view yourself as that doesn't mean others view you the same way, you know? Probably not. Yeah. And so... I try to, I hope I exude more of a, a confident person, positive person, um, somebody that um, tries to find the good in things um, and, and tries to, go ahead. Like glass half full kind yes, of guy? Yes, yes. Yeah. Even though I say I'm an abstract thinker, I tend to think very abstractly, but uh, very abstract, but I... I try to present an image of, of positivity because I, I think that's just so much more effective with building relationships with people and just makes life better, really, as opposed to trying to always see and focus on the things you don't have versus the things you do. So, What, what do you think falls under the purview of personal image when you say... When you're talking about your own personal image or somebody else's image, a lot of people just call it an image. Yeah. Do you think it's 50% looks, 50% conduct? Do you think it's, I mean, I suppose it would depend on the context too of, of you know, you're talking about like a movie star, or you're talking about your average day Joe, or you're talking about, someone who's in the public eye, you know, that really, the meaning kind of varies. But I think for most people, I would, I would assume it's something like 50 to 75% how they physically present themselves. And then the rest being how they socially present themselves. Yeah. Because most people don't even take it, take the time to know what a or get to know what a person is and what they're like, even with people we would consider ourselves close to, especially in our day and time with social media and everything that's out there. We're always busy. We're always on to the next thing. And so I've noticed that personal conversations have dwindled to very short um, and people are ready to move on to the next thing quickly. Yeah, I guess you could incorporate online conduct into somebody's personal image nowadays too. Mm -hmm. It's almost a requirement. Yeah, That's like, I mean, if you have more than a couple of Facebook friends or any other form of, of quote unquote influence on the internet, you impress upon more people than you do. You probably ever will in real life. So Yeah, I guess that's a huge part of your image. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, something that that I thought about recently just with that online content is uh, my daughter loves to draw. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and so she's she's wanted to do like a YouTube channel or something for a while. And we've we've let her, you know, dabble in it a little bit just to put her drawings out there and. I remember seeing one of her little clips that she got get, you know, 1,200, 1,300 views and, you know, 100 likes or something like that. And she's excited. And I think it went up as even higher than that. I think that's just was one day, you know. Yeah. And I stopped and thought to myself, man, of all the places and churches I've been to, there might be two times that I've talked to that many people at one time, you know, and influenced that many people at one time and just how powerful, um, social media and, and 
And that interaction with other people is so simple now. And so easily, it's so easily easy to get people's attention. And, and, and like you said, I mean, that's so, makes it so much more important what your personal image is online too, to, to make sure that you're portraying what you want to be portrayed as opposed to what they might just assume, you know, personal image hygiene mm-hmm. or yeah. online hygiene, yeah. I guess is what I've heard it been referred to before. Yeah. You know, you got to dot your T's, cross your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's crazy how much influence is really within a lot of people's grasp. And most people are so lazy or just don't want it, which is completely understandable. But like, I kind of did an experiment this week. I posted like four or five short videos. I haven't posted anything on my personal YouTube for a while. Yeah. A couple of years. And I posted like, I think it was four or five videos, these short videos they usually only track for like a 12-hour period. But I had a couple of them get up over 2,000, 3,000 views. And it's like, and they were super simple, short, like took me 10 minutes to make. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, 3,000 people saw that. I have like 20, how much was, how much watch time? It was a considerable amount. It was like 20 or 24 hours of watch time. Wow. On those videos. It's like, so people somewhere in the world, people collectively spent 20, a whole day watching these 10 second videos. I know it's, it's, it's insane. When you really comprehended it, it's mind blowing. Also makes me, makes me think I need to lose a little more weight. <laughs> I need to focus on my personal need image. To focus a on more. the personal image, but. I have a couple quotes here for you on personal image. You tell me what you think of them. Mm-hmm. It says, clothes and manners do not make the man, but when he is made, they greatly improve his appearance. Henry Ward Beecher. Does that one do anything for you? I actually think that is a really good quote because I, I think that the physical personal image will get you far. Mm-hmm but it'll never seal a deal. You know what I mean? It's like an enhancement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that people look at you and say, okay, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. that he's in the maybe pile. They'll, if you have a bad personal image though, they'll say no, they could say no right off the first um, yeah, look. People operate off of first impressions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can deny it all you want, but the first 30 seconds mattered. In fact, there was, I wrote down, there was a, Study published in the Journal of Emotion titled Very First Impressions that found that first impressions can be formed uh, human to human within 39 milliseconds based on whatever information is present. Hmm. So what you're wearing, how your face looks, you know, the your your facial expressions, your your haircut, 39 seconds. Yep. You can form an opinion about somebody. And we do. Yeah. And it's, it's a survival mechanism. I mean, when you think about it, you, you want to, because there's something to it. You see a shady character in a dark alley, you know, you need to judge that person correctly, just as you need to judge somebody who's clean cut and, and you're buying a car from or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting, too, because I think it's something that, in our day and time has been devalued people yeah. people have turned it into ah, it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter um the things you do uh it all that matters is that you're you and go be you and do what you want to do and and it's it's hard because in order to achieve the goals that you're setting out to achieve a lot of the the time you have to give your a chance at success Mm -hmm. and if you don't take care of your personal appearance um then a lot of those doors are going to be closed before you even approach them yeah i mean it's just how 
when society looks at you as a person, when the collective assesses you, what is it going off of? Mm-hmm. What is it going to, what's it going to find? Right. And obviously clothes play a huge part in that. Hygiene plays a large part in that. Um, your health, you know, whether you're, you have healthy skin, whether you are severely obese or malnourished, not a huge problem usually, but there are mm-hmm. those cases. Um, how you just how you stand, like it's when you sit down and think about it, it's it's almost daunting. Yeah. Right. How many, how all these little things affect your day to day life. Yeah. And it, it, sometimes it's not even something we're doing. It's something we're not doing. Sure. Um, because I, there have been multiple times that growing up and with my sister, Hannah, who is Rissa's wife, uh, she, she, people would come up and say, why are you so upset? And she says, I'm not upset. But her resting face tends to be more of a serious face. Mm-hmm. And the same is true with my wife. People have said that about her before, too, because when she's thinking about things, her her just the natural face of her thoughts uh, tend to be more serious. And, and it seems like she might be upset about something. Um, and and so I remember people coming up and asking her if she's OK a lot. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, why is everyone asking me this? And. And I, and I said her, I was like, well, sometimes when you're, when you're thinking or when you're standing there and you're not, you know, trying to be positive, your resting face will be more serious and people will judge on that. They just automatically, she's, she's miserable. Look at that person. They're miserable, you know? And it's like, no, she's, she's just sitting there thinking it's just yeah. how she is, you know? I've, I've had that problem in my, my work career mm. of people be like, you know, because I'm bald, that doesn't help. But even yeah. before I went bald, you know, like you look so mean. I'm like I'm just walking to work. You know, I'm just doing my job. You yeah. know, I look like I'm gonna beat somebody up. <laughs> it's like no, I'm I'm just chilling, man. Yeah, this is just what you get here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the coolest thing about personal image is you can change every part of it. Yes. Like there's very little that has to do with quote unquote personal image mm. as important as it is that you, that you can't change. I mean, mm-hmm. you can modify the way you dress. You can modify the way you look by diet and exercise. You can modify the way you speak by just practicing. You can modify your resting emotions by a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a haircut and it, it's like you can remedy so many different things or, or at least improve. So why don't people? My first instinct is to say it's just laziness, right? We always say that. We always say that because that. If there's a grain <laughs> of truth to it. It is. It is. You know, when I go to Walmart and I see, you know, somebody in like pajama sweats and a three day old T-shirt. So I, I just tend to think lazy, but I don't know. That's obviously not the whole story. I, if I sit and think about it, I, I would probably self-respect or lack thereof comes to mind. Yeah, I think there's, I think that's for them personally. Yeah. And then also I think they don't care what other people think. Well, I don't care what other people think. Yeah. But it's, I still, I don't dress like a slob, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's, it, but obviously I, I do care what other people think to some degree, but I don't care what other people think of my character, but I, I value myself. I, I, I respect myself enough and I value, I respect society enough to present myself in a manner that is acceptable Yes. To society writ large. Not that I care what they think about me. And I guess it's more specific than that. It's they don't care about any of the people that they would see going from their home to Walmart and back. Yeah. That's that would probably be 
the thought process because they're not going to think I'm a slob. They're not going to think I'm lazy. They're, some of them will. Yeah, some, some might of them be will honest. admit it flat yeah, out. That's like, true. Yeah, I'm, I'm a slob. <laughs> yep. But uh, most, I think, are just, yeah, I don't care about the people there. So I'm just going to be comfortable, as comfortable as I can imagine. Comfortable. Yeah, that's always a big one. And it drives, it used to be, a, a, you see it on planes so much. Mm. If, you, if, you, if you travel by plane, so many people just dress down as far as possible. And it, I don't know, it, it makes the overall flying experience worse to me. And it's not because of them dressing that way. It doesn't obviously affect me personally, mm-hmm. but it makes the experience just seem cheap or not. You know, people used to dress up. Even up until probably, what, 20 years ago, 25 years ago? If you went on a plane, one, it was more expensive. And people dressed up a lot more generally. But you would dress very nicely if you were to take a airplane ride anywhere. Just because it was like, this is, a, this is an event. You know, This is something I'm showing up for. I want to be presentable. I can meet new people, you know. Like, you can still even meet people on airplanes. Like, it's one of the few times you're trapped in a room with a bunch of strangers. And internets usually cost extra. <laughs> yeah. I pay it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for sure I pay it. I got another quote for you, though. Okay. The apparel oft proclaims the man. Can you guess who that's from? He's an Englishman. Churchill? No. No. Um, Mr. William Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. Yeah. Read it one more time. Or say it if you've got it. The, uh, the apparel oft proclaims the man. Proclaims as in basically proclamates exactly yeah. make way yeah make way. so-and-so's here, coming here here yeah. here yeah. yeah we want to stay with the shakespearean mm-hmm. part of it but yeah, yeah i i think that's true uh, would you agree it's like the, that's the first thing somebody's going to see about yeah, you yeah and 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 i would say there's almost three categories to it you are either going to notice how awful someone looks mm-hmm. you're going to either or you're going to look and see that they really tried and dressed up nice. Yeah. Or there's a cent- there's a middle ground where people just don't notice you because you didn't do anything extravagant to really stand out by looking a specific way, but you also aren't looking like a slob, so you're almost invisible. Well, maybe that's what you're going for. Yeah. I mean, it's like wearing a suit, right? Wearing a suit in a New York law firm you will not stand out nope. unless you're but wearing if, a bright red suit or some craziness. Yep. But if you wear just a normal suit in a New York City law firm, you will blend in perfectly. You wear the same suit in Oklahoma. Oklahoma on an oil derrick, <laughs> you will very much stand out yes. and subject yourself to a, a quite a bit of ridicule. And you'll ruin your suit. And you'll ruin your suit. Yeah, for sure. But so obviously personal image is circumstantial. It's circumstantial, but it's you sending a message about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. About like there's so many subliminal things that are encoded in what we wear. Yeah. I mean. Does it matter? How often does it matter? Well, there's when some, does it matter? Well, there's sometimes I think it matters a lot. You know, it can be, it can create enemies. You know, you you wear a Washington jersey to a Ducks game, <laughs> yeah, and and you're making some enemies that you have mm. people you'd never even met just from what a, a piece of clothing they have, which which shouldn't be, 
I mean, it could be argued it shouldn't be that way. But, but it is. But it is. Very much so. <laughs> and so, you know, it's same type of thing wherein, you know, Confederate flags and things like that, you know, people decorate their houses with things and instantly people go by that and there's an enemy. You've made an enemy mm-hmm. just from from decoration or like you said, you know, personal image and uh, I mean, we can go. But you could go into a lot of areas where personal image can instantly make enemies without even a word being spoken. Or friends. Yeah. I mean. It's the other side, yeah. You got something on right there. Yeah. You know, that's going to make makes, enemies and friends. It does. He's got an Oregon, Oregon duck um, hoodie. duck hoodie on. Mm-hmm. The old That's the old school duck, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Go ducks. But. Do you think, because over the past century, we've for sure seen a large dressing down yes. of the American populace. Kids don't have to, typically don't have to wear school uniforms anymore, mm-hmm. if they ever did. Yeah. Um, the suit is pretty much gone from all but a select group of houses of worship, churches, and maybe I'm not super familiar with what other religions wear on a church basis. Um, I know some of the Orthodox churches have special stuff, but it's not for the people. I think that's mostly just for the clergy, the people that are uh, doing the actual services. But I mean, outside of, you know, big cities, real higher level executives, you know, the kind of top, 1%. 1%. You don't see suits. I think suits now, today, are a way to show off money. Uh, you think it, so? I really think it's turning in. If it isn't that already, it's turned into that because... They're so cheap. I know. There's a lot that are very cheap, but, but a lot of people, if you get a good, nice suit, the people that are suit people know it. And so yeah. it's a way for you to show off to those people um, that are wearing suits and know what suits cost. And, um, it's a way to, to enhance your, your cred, so to speak with I mean, them. Suits kind of like a car. You can spend yeah. a little bit and get one that works just fine. Or you can spend all the money in the world and then some to get a nice one. Yeah. They still clothe they the both, body. Both achieve the same <laughs> purpose. Yeah. Right. But, but you wear a suit. Yes. Pretty much every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I do not yes. anymore. I used to, mm-hmm. um, mainly due to, I just, I kind of fell out of it because yeah. I was going up and down in my weight yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't, I'd buy a suit and then it wouldn't fit mm. a couple, like a couple months later. Yeah. And I've, I've never really liked the process of wearing all of, you know, a standard set of dress clothes. It's also like it's an, it's, I would say it's an annoyance to purchase a suit because it's got to get fitted so. and it's, yeah. it is so, a suit can look really nice if it fits well on you. Absolutely. Uh, it just, and I, I actually, I, I enjoy wearing ones, you know, a suit that, that fits well. Um, but I would say though, I, I'm not a, a huge fan of dressing up, though. It's I go I really go back. This is a very dichotomous subject it for is. me because yeah. I go back and forth. Like I have times where, when I dress up, I'm like, man, I like this. I should dress up more often. I feel you know just a little bit better. It gives you that self confidence boost. Yeah. Like if you're if you don't believe in yourself. Go buy a well-fitting suit or even just a well-fitting pair of pants and a, a nice button-up shirt mm-hmm. with a tie. And you put that on and tell me if you don't walk out the door feeling a little bit cooler yep. or a little bit richer yeah, <laughs> or a little bit fill in the blank. Yeah. You know, you're just, you feel more put together. Like it, it has a, a very strong psychological component. Would you agree? 
Oh, definitely. You spent more time in suits than I have. I've been, let's see, how do I put this? I would say I've, I've been forced to, <laughs> to wear suits. Uh, most of my childhood, you know, to uh, church, but also to conferences and things like that, just because of the way that I was brought up and, and I, I hated it. I mean, as soon as, as soon as I could, I get, you know, take, take it all off and get home, get it all at not even, it wouldn't even make it home. I mean, we're in the car and I've already got it all. Yeah. I'm, I'm just in my shirt and pants. Um, which, uh, I, I'm similar even today. Like I, I don't like to be in dress clothes for a long period of time. Um, just because they're uncomfortable, too hot, too cold. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's the uncomfortable, but it's also, um, like it's very, there's, there's very much a purpose why I dress up, you know, I growing up, it was forced, but now it's, and it's my personal view. It's not, it's not something that I would say is a doctrine or a have to for anybody. It's just something that I see as, okay, um, if I'm going to meet with God, then, and I believe that, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to live like I believe that then I should dress accordingly because if I truly have faith that I'm meeting with him and he's going to meet with the church as we worship him and, and in many cases as I preach, um, and I want him to use me, I want to, I don't want to be a distraction to other people. Um, I don't want to be, um, I want to, I want to make sure that people understand that it's an important um, event that happens every week. And for me, it's worthy of dressing up and people that know me personally understand that I never wear suits anywhere else. This is, yep. This is dressing up. Yes. Generally. Yeah. And, uh, outside of official capacities. I mean, one of the main things that I loved about, uh, the part-time job that I have at the bus is you can wear whatever you want. There are no restrictions. You can even uh, wear shorts all winter long now. I'm sure there are some yeah, restrictions. Yeah, there are some. Yes, sure. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, but mostly, I mean, it's whatever's comfortable you could wear, you know. Um, and so it, it's a, and then, I, but I come from a bank industry, working in the bank industry um, before ministry. A little bit different story there, yeah. huh? Uniform every day, shirt, tie is encouraged, not required. So all of that was, if I'm putting on a dress yeah. shirt, I'm putting on a tie. Yeah. Cause it's like, you might as well, yeah. you've gone this far. <laughs> I might as well throw a tie on. If I have a blazer somewhere, I'm, I might put that on too, unless it's hot out. Yeah. And so, I mean, so for me personally, I think, I think it, I don't, I don't want to say that people need to wear a suit to go to church because I don't want to, I don't want to create a barrier, create, create a barrier, but also like put one's best for the Lord in a box, like saying you have to have these ritualistic garbs on in order to please God. No, I don't think that has to do with it. I think God looks at our heart and he wants to just, he wants to know that it's a special thing when we come to God's house. And so I, I believe that people should wear their best, you know, what, whatever their best is in their eyes, what they view as their best, just wear it, you know, make it feel like I'm, 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 I'm purposefully dressing up when I go to church as opposed to, oh, I'm just wearing what I wear to Walmart, you know? Yeah. In regards to church, I, I feel similarly. Yeah. Um, We meet with, you know, spiritually, can meet with God every day. Yes. At any time. And I know that God doesn't care what we are wearing, obviously. We've wore different stuff throughout the ages. Sure. Starting with fig leaves. Robes, yeah. Robes, animal skins. Mm -hmm. So I look at it and I think, okay. What is going to put me in the right 
state of mind, kind of like I said earlier, you walk out the door with a suit and tie on or a, you know, dress shirt, dress jeans, whatever your flavor of dress clothes is, and you feel, puts you in a different mind frame, first off. Two, you're going to a place where there's many other people or some some amount of other people and i respect those other people for showing up and that is for me that is a part of the reason why i go attend this this meeting is for other people not just for god mm-hmm. um because i think that's why personally i think that's why god wants us there why he instituted a church you know, is for going there to benefit other people. We collectively get benefited by singing, by uh, sermons, by, um, you know, just the benefits collectively that we can enjoy. But I think the real primary purpose is to benefit other people. And if we all come together and seek to benefit each other, then we, we all go away uh, energized energized yeah. you know mm-hmm. all everything good gets ratched up if yeah. everybody's attending for with that mindset mm-hmm. so for me the dress clothes put me in that kind of state of mind that i feel because i've been going to church a long long time you have as well yeah and i know when when i put that on it's like whether i perceive it or not it just gets me in in that mind mind frame. And I think it's just a sign of, if, if anything else, it's a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. Respect for the people showing up. Respect for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And also respect for myself. Like, it's almost a feedback loop for me. It's like, okay... I'm going to show up here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to dress this way because I value this yeah. in my life. Because I value it, I'm 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 going to put effort into it. I'm going to put effort into coming here, into being presentable. You know, and because I've heard for years different arguments of why you dress up for church, mm. and I thought I was like, what does it really matter? Yeah, like we're we're all just here. I think to God, it really, you know, I don't think it's going to change how he views us. Yeah. But I think it's very beneficial for us as people. Just the whole effort and respect and value. People dress up for for important stuff. They do. It's part of our society. People dress up for funerals. People dress up for weddings. You know, it's... Like it or not, it's it's just something that is ingrained in us. And how that manifests, I think, can change over time. And we obviously it has. Yeah. But just that extra effort that we consider dressing up or we consider putting a suit on or we consider wearing loafers or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your flavor is, it's just really about putting in that extra effort. Okay, I'm going to go above and beyond today. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, for me, it's, I'm way more uh, geared towards Sunday. Sunday, mm-hmm. in my mind, you know, I was brought up, it's the Lord's Day, but but really it's become that for me to where it's a special, it's a special service, you know, that, that I know has been prepared for all week, um, and there's a desire to see... Um, something special happen. And if you believe something special is going to happen, then you want to dress towards that too. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and some of it's personal preference, you know, people that haven't yeah. grown up in a church where people dress up all the time and wear their Sunday best all the time. You know, I, I I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, the spirit can't speak to them because you know, they don't have specific. No, absolutely not. Um, however, I will say that I think people that come to a place where they see others dressed up, 
they notice there's a difference there. There's a difference because a lot of the times people who come to that church aren't dressed up that way. And and they feel a little uncomfortable probably or underdressed and people have felt that way before. But I I honestly think that's a good thing because there's this understanding that here there's there's a different level of respect than at other places. We we try to create that. Um yeah. and not just to show off or how we're more spiritual than other people. No, absolutely not. But the, the desire there is to see that we prepare for church before it's not like going to the store or going. It's, it's a serious event that happens weekly for us. Exactly. And it, you know, it should not be a barrier to entry, especially for church of all things. Like if, if you can dress up enough to, If you can dress up enough to go to a shopping mall, mm-hmm. you can go to church. Yeah. As long as you're covered. Yes. That's really all you need. Well, and that's it's interesting because that's what the Bible puts as the stipulations on. If you yeah. look in First Timothy, the whole reason Paul goes into that is is he's really encouraging people not to be a distraction to other people. Mm-hmm. So modesty was the number one thing because there are young men and teenage men and if they see somebody that's dressed up and looks really nice it can be a distraction from the sermon or the worship or things that are going on you know i have that effect on people i know (laughs) (laughs) so but Uh, but it's not just for the women it's for the men as well yeah you know just to make sure that what you're wearing doesn't cause people to stare or to be distracted from what's actually going on. I think that's a really good rule in general. Yeah. Like this is bigger than just church or mm-hmm. just, you know, whatever your form of religion is mm-hmm. like, this is everyday life too. Yeah. Business world, business Absolutely. world. I mean, traveling anytime you you are in the presence of a group of people. Yeah. Right? It's something to be conscious of. Like if you're at home obviously it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, even at home, I would venture to say that getting up, taking a shower, putting on some nice clothes does put you in a better frame of mind, like right. if you're trying to work or something from home, but well, I would even say it shows respect to your spouse as well if you're married, you know. Yeah. Showing them that you know, you know what I look like when I wake up and I still do another step for you because I want to look good for you. Right. A lot of self-respect. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I see people that, you know, kind of fall into the, you know, we saw this especially over the, the Rona. Yes. People just letting go, <laughs> just letting go of themselves there's an awesome dude perfect stereotypes on that, that oh yeah that there they is, go through there? and they just show before covid it's hilarious it's like it feels like our notch of formality in society dropped about three notches yeah uh during that time frame people just got so comfortable wearing being comfortable yep it's like that's that's not good it isn't and it also i think showed a lot of people the results of falling into that too. And then we yeah. saw the difficulty for people coming back to work. Everybody wants to work remote now. Everyone wants to work from home because they got so, they fell into that trench of, trench of comfort to where they can't get themselves out even. And, and they want their life to be like that now because it was so catering to comfort. And it'll make you depressed. Yeah really will and we we've seen that if nothing else but it's important Mm -hmm. you know how we present ourselves to the world is one of the more important things about our life is it's kind of scary to think of it but it's not hard and and I think we've all been there when 
we took a, whether it be late night or early morning McDonald's run or Taco Bell run, whatever it be, didn't put on clothes because we're not getting out of the car. Uh, I've, I always have something on. No, I, Thank you very I know, much. But, I have but, never gone commando completely <laughs> to the McDonald's. No, but like we're not, we're, we dress fully expecting never to exit the car. Oh, sure. And then they get our order wrong and we either have to choose to go inside or not, or, you know, something happens to where we have to get out of the car. And that feeling of dread, that feeling of why didn't I just dress a little different uh, my inhibitions are usually pretty low <laughs> by the time we're going to mcdonald's yeah like my self-respect's already shot <laughs> who cares what i look like yeah but uh but then we've all or or been underdressed of events that we've gone to and 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 have that feeling of i feel out of place what was why didn't i think of this why didn't i look into this to know what people were going to wear Versus what I'm wearing, you know, and yeah, what does that subconsciously say? Because obviously, it doesn't matter. Nope. When you show up to an event and you're underdressed, overdressed, overdressed as being is preferable. But if you show up and you're underdressed, really, it just means that you're not part of the group. Yeah. Because you weren't in the know. Mm-hmm. You, you you it's it's to me it's so subliminal. Mm. Like who who cares. You can look at it from that way. Of, it's no big deal, but you still feel it. You do. It's deep. Mm-hmm. That feeling of oh, I'm not. I'm only wearing this, and they're all wearing that. Then <laughs> what am I gonna do? And everybody knows it. <laughs> well, you obviously didn't get the memo. Yep. And we even say that. Did you get the memo? Mm-hmm. No. So it's yep. it's a way for others to judge you. Frankly, it is. Um, of of how you what your place in the the rest of the group is societal structure yeah yeah it's true so if you want to improve your personal image mm-hmm. which we've mainly discussed about clothes so we'll kind of stick with actual personal appearance um what are a couple ways that that you can identify for me. I noticed it probably when I was about 12 that I always lead with a smile. Yeah. That is so, that has been so powerful. And, and, and I, the older I get, the more I see that with kids, with adolescents, with, with adults, it doesn't matter who you are with, but portraying, a big smile tells the other person, I'm happy to see you. It, right. it no longer, they're no longer judging your appearance. They're judging, well, this person wants to be here. They want to see me. And who doesn't enjoy when somebody wants to see them? I mean, there's that, oh, they're, they're happy to be here with me. This, this is a, a genuine person that genuinely wants to be here with me. Now, you got to try and get yourself in that mindset, and so it's not a fake smile because that then you, that's worse, right? It's so easy to spot too. Yes, it is. It's so, it's all in the eyes, right? right? Yep, yep. And so that that you know, any time I ever went into a job interview or uh, went to you know any place where somebody else's respect for me mattered. Um, I've always led with that and whether buying a new car, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever the situation is where there's going to be an interaction with someone else and this other person can make my life better or worse, depending on how they perceive and like me, I always lead with that first as a smile. Um, not always a handshake anymore, especially after COVID (laughs) because some don't want a handshake. (laughs) Yeah, that one. That mileage may vary on that. Yeah, but um, but definitely a smile's always been one that that is something free, and Easy. everyone everyone can do. You know, and it works on everybody. It does, from old grandma all the way down to little kids. It does, and 
it's amazing how much that'll boost uh, so many interactions that you have. Um, Changes and, the intonation of your voice too. Yes, when you when you when you your face makes the smiling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a smiley face. Yep. It changes how your voice is, comes across. It does. Like, that's why they say, when you pick up the telephone, smile first, yeah. then the answer. The person can never see you. They don't see the smile, but they, they can, can hear, hear it. it. Yep. Yeah, isn't yep. that wild? It is. That's a good one. Yeah. So that's the that, that would be my first, first one. Second, uh, I think... Uh, your 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 the way you dress is very important in um especially to where you're going or what you're doing because like you said you go to a construction site and even if you have you know whatever khakis or dockers on or something, you know anything like that people are just going to look at you like you're insane like Who's this rich boy who's come here? You know, or yeah, something. those are the those are the white hard hats we call them. Yes. They're the engineers, project managers, super de- the yeah. really annoying people. Yes, and so uh, if so you work on a construction site, so you have to know you know where you're going and uh, the people that you're going to be meeting and and think yeah. about that. You know, don't don't just I'm going to wear what I want to wear. You know that that's where. You're, you're creating problems for yourself that don't need to be there. And you're creating barriers many times for yourself. And, uh, you know, people, so often I've heard people talk with me about, I, I, I don't want to lie. I want to be who I'm going to be all the time. But then they complain that nobody likes them. <laughs> okay. Well, here's mm. the reason is because you only want to be who you want to be. You're never going to change for anybody else. And it's not even changing. It's... It's uh, coming to uh, the understanding of thinking about other people as well. You yeah. know, it's not changing who you are as a person. I'm not going to go wear a Washington jersey ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's it's understanding that, oh, they love their team. I love my team. We're going to, you know, mutually respect one another that way as opposed to just screaming at the other people of and, and, and causing that disrespect that's there there's there's no mutual respect there you know and and so with our dress that is something that that does matter um and i i would also say this it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it sometimes no it it can be so simple you know like like i said being the center don't being the slob you don't need to be a slob you don't have to be extravagant but the person in the middle that middle is very wide very Absolutely. easily default, very easy to fall into that category. And so just be in there, you know, yeah, uh, and trying to see that. And shoes, shoes are a big one for me. They're su- it's surprising. You, you can, you subconsciously make a lot of judgments, obviously when you, when you are speaking with someone, when you see someone, shoes affect that quite a bit. Yeah. Very unconsciously. It's weird. And it's so weird. Like, why? Yeah. Why is that important? (laughs) Why is what I have on my feet that are in contact with the ground make a difference? And it's always been important. Like, you you see, like, even in biblical times, the the focus on the feet and washing of feet. And, yeah, it's interesting how how that is. There's all these guys that, like, you know, you hear them on the news all the time. They're... These politicians are into feet. Yep. And it's like, why? I don't know <laughs> what's going on. I've never understood why that's so important, but. But they matter. Yeah. For sure. That you, and, and shoes can make or break your entire apparel. I mean, everything that you have mm-hmm. on. I mean, if you're, if your shoes are some exotic thing that does not match, that's all people are going to see. You can have the nicest thing on, but no one sees anything but those shoes. The irony is that I would say in the past 10 years or so, there's been this like trend that you can almost get away with wearing any kind of shoes mm. with a, when you dress up. Yeah. Like I see guys wearing, you know, nice looking, don't get me wrong, but very eye catching because it's so new like oh we're wearing jordans in a suit mm-hmm. so, okay those are 
basketball shoes and a suit that you're not going to play basketball in. Yeah. Like that that kind of contrast is interesting. Yeah. That people find that attractive. And, and those, I I do too sometimes. And, and I think those people want to stick out. Yeah. You know, and that's that was that's the purpose of the which is what makes shoes so interesting is because they can make you stick out from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Even though you're wearing every 90% of what everyone else is wearing, you're wearing, but your shoes are different. That just, it's like this light that just shines. Well, and it's all about the contrast too, because you could wear those same Jordans in a, you know, a hoodie and shorts yep. and nobody would make a bad, a sec, bad an eye. Yep. It'd be totally normal. Mm-hmm. But because you're wearing them with a suit, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Who comes up with these rules? First off, I, I right? want to know. I do too. Obviously, they're they seem existent. I guess it's just the molding and shaping of well, society the, and the whole realm of fashion is a whole new oh. thing that I don't even want to get into. You have no idea about that. <laughs> I I'm, don't want to. I'm dumb as a box of rocks <laughs> but. when it comes to fast fashion, but that's something that I've seen a lot consistently, a lot more of, or I mean, things like cowboy boots. Mm. They've worked their way all the way up from Texas. They've made the big, the big. Uh, What's the wagon train? Yeah. What's the pilgrimage? There pilgrimage. we go. They've made the pilgrimage all the way up here to the Northwest. Mm. I see guys wearing cowboy boots and suits all the time now. Wow. Yeah, I've never, never been a cowboy boots guy. I just <laughs> can't get in. I, I see the uh, appeal because, especially up here, because it rains yeah. so stinking much. Mm-hmm. Them being waterproof and going far. I mean, you don't have to worry about wet socks, you know, ever wear those things. Nope. And so they're great. A, yeah. But. I, I wear them. I don't typically wear them with like a full suit, yeah. but I will wear them with dress jeans and a, and a, a shirt. Mm-hmm. What I frequently wear uh, on the weekends to church and whatnot. But so I would say the last thing I would for you, in, yeah, for me is accessories. I think that's important. It's amazing how much smarter you can look when you wear glasses. Accessorize. Yep. Uh, or even more techie because you have a smartwatch. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's just the truth, man. It's mm. real. People look and see it and they I don't know think about that. that one. <laughs> I think you're pushing it a little bit. Uh, well, say what you will. <laughs> it's just uh, the different things that you ex- can accessorize with from sure. good to bad. You know, um, and it's not, it doesn't mean that just because you don't have those accessories that you can't be smart or you can't be techie or whatever, but it, it, it kind of can hide that, you know, it, it can be one of those things. I don't know, but if somebody sees you with those accessories, they instantly assume that in a it lot of enhances the image or yep. modifies it. Yep. Yeah, I've never been able to get into wearing watches. Yeah. Smart watches or otherwise. Yeah. I've always told myself I'm going to buy a Rolex someday. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, I probably wouldn't wear it. Yep, probably not. You know, because I'd probably break it. But it, but accessories goes deeper than just that. It's even like hats and yep. piercings and all those. Every one of those things can enhance or hinder, you know, uh, or, or cause harm to an image that way and create barriers or open varies depending on where you're going or what you're doing so it's funny there's some guys that can really pull off an earring yeah and there's most guys that cannot yes and it's funny to see the ones that and this is all who knows where this is coming from but <laughs> you just know when you see them you're like nope 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 and that's <laughs> most of them yep every once in a while you're like oh okay it works yeah I see where you where you I were see, going. I see where you were going with that. Yeah. But most of them, mm-mm. yeah, they just don't work. Keep it, it keep it simple. Yeah, and I I can't. For me, it's the like long hairstyles. Oh, that's another one, man. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah, that's um, I would say probably one uh, up there with a smile, even because I got that one in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> simple <laughs> cut. Yeah, but uh, no, it's I mean just um, how that's what's amazed me too is. How they're, it seems like there's still new hairstyles coming out. I mean, we've had thousands of years where people change and have their hair different. And I mean, even again from biblical times, Absalom and his long hair, like 
the Bible talks about his hair and his hairstyle, and people knew him for that. Like that, he was known for the do. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, that's a that's another one. Oh, hair has been important for, especially women's hair, of course, yeah. but even men's hair as well has been important throughout history. Yeah, and I remember at being at uh, at our Bible college, and you know, everyone thinks the cream of the crop only go to Bible college. Yeah, cream of what crop? Yeah, <laughs> what are we talking about here? So, so, uh, but uh, I remember one guy that would wake up and he would have because you were required, you know, to wear a tie to class. So yeah. everyone had to wear slacks, dress shoes, button-down shirt, and a tie to class. And he had it all, but he'd never touched his hair. So he looks like he just rolled out of bed. Like his hairstyle was, I rolled out of bed, put my dress clothes on, and went to class. And he never touched his hair. And I've, I'll never forget, I just sat there and went, 30 seconds. Like for guys, 30 seconds yeah. it takes to do your hair. Thirty, And yet he's, every time I saw him, I was just, like it didn't matter what was below. <laughs> All that matters is his head, so he's got this calyx in here. And just how that changed his whole image. Yeah, it's unless just, you're a billionaire genius. Yeah, right. You can't get away with that. <laughs> yep. Or you shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I think... My rule of thumb is, and I don't always abide by this, but try to dress one notch above everyone else in whatever domain you're in. If you're on a construction site, dress just a little bit nicer than the average. You know, wear a button-up shirt. Wear a Henley shirt. Just a little bit. You don't obviously don't want to go too far either sure. way because then it's, it's going to be weird, right? But if you can do that in whatever domain you're in or whatever group you're in, just try to dress just a little bit better. 10%. That little extra effort will differentiate you like black on white. I, I really agree. well. I do. And you don't got to go expensive. Stick to solid colors. Solids, maybe some stripes, maybe some checkered, no graphic tees. Like if you're just, if you're wanting to just, okay, go from wearing basketball shorts and graphic tees to, you know, showing yourself a little more self-respect, you know, on a day-to-day basis, dark blue jeans, a couple solid t-shirts, a couple, you know, maybe some graphic tees for the weekend or whatever, but on a day-to-day basis, try to stay away from that. Um, some classy sports stuff is great in certain applications, but it doesn't have to be hard. Obviously, you already mentioned keep your hair done. If you're bald, shave your head as often as possible. <laughs> you know, keep your facial hair in check. I mean, keep your nails trimmed. It's yeah. it's all stuff that takes so little time. But if you don't have the either one the habit. Or two, you don't feel that you have that self-respect enough to take care of yourself. I think it can be very difficult. But if you just make the effort to go 10% more than what you're doing right now, it's like a, it's like it it takes off. Like that, just that little bit, you got to do a little bit and just do a little bit more and then. And it gets easy. And and I, and I think it sets you apart in a good way from other people because, you know, whoever's in charge of wherever you, all of us want career advancement. We would all like to be, we want to be the ones that people think of when they're thinking of a promotion or, or a higher position. We want to be those people, but so often people try too hard. And and yeah. that's, I think your, your personal image is a is an area that can really benefit you in doing now of course your work matters all that stuff comes into play as well but that personal image might give you that extra push over other people if if you do it especially because it's an everyday thing um, and and when looking for somebody for a, a new position that you you want somebody that's in control and and disciplined and then they're going to look for somebody that that looks the part not yeah. just acts it outside of your conduct 
social conduct as a human, nothing else you can do will affect your day-to-day life more than how you present yourself. Because from the, the lady at the gas station in the morning all the way to, you know, the person you see before you go to bed and everybody in between, they have to look at your carcass <laughs> and assess it. And a lot, you know, whatever they see will in some part determine how that interaction goes. Yep. It's like the highest ROI thing you can do. Return on investment yeah. is dressing a little better. Personal image, take care of it. Yeah. Got any other thoughts? We'll wrap it up. No, I think that's a good place. Cool. All right. Stay classy. Mm-hmm. See you next time. See ya. <laughs>